0: This is Shaco Art Speak. Welcome to Shaco Art Speak.
1: Hey, what's up? What's hey. up?
0: What up? There he is. <laughs> yeah, that was not Cody Spice. No, no, Cody's voice did not get deeper. No, <laughs> no.
2: that was our our. Uh, did a lot of research about it. You know, deepening <laughs> methods, things yeah. like that.
0: It's, he it's looked, at a a lot of, he looked at a lot of Richard Diebenkorn paintings and listened to a lot of Barry White, and yet his voice <laughs> is not deeper.
2: Yeah, I think it's, so I just want to let everyone know. Deep voice meditation. If they're on the internet and they see a pop up advertisement that says, this is how you can make your voice deeper. Yep. Just don't click it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> no, Cody Spice,
0: uh, or some of you affectionately refer to him as Code Red or Code Said. This is the other <laughs> nickname that no one's heard yet. <laughs> Never yeah, no so, heard. I like it. Yeah, this is how it goes. And then we got our main man Newkirk Minute. What up? <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling Kurt that since Newkirk Minute. Yeah, because he would fall asleep in Crits back in 2010, <laughs> and it would only take a minute. Yeah, it would take long. Just, hey, it.
1: I told you the first the first time Curtis was ever like at my house. So we had this little apartment. Curtis rolls up with his brother. I don't know. Dre may have been with you as well. Wow. You know, somebody, as had a, somebody had a skateboard. That's all I know. I don't know if it was you. Did you a skateboarder? No, I never. I didn't do the skateboarding thing. Okay. Maybe I don't it was, know who may, had skateboarding. It may have been, I think Dre was there too. Did Dre ride a skateboard? I, I don't know if Dre did it. Somebody had a skateboard. I don't know how to do it in my apartment. But anyway, Maybe Dre. Maybe Dre. Y'all were in there. All right. And so we're we're hanging out. I'm talking to his brother, Sam. And Callie's being just fantastic host. And she's like, hey, you, you want some cookies? <laughs> and not knowing Curtis as well as I can now.
0: Yeah.
1: You, Yo, he asked, eyes, my eyes lit up. <laughs> he asked and said, just giving them to him.
0: And so he's like, uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like kind of like Yo. over at the coffee shop yeah. about an hour ago. <laughs> Playing local. Let me see, let me, let me see. see. Yeah. 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 So I'll take that. He had a straw <laughs> stuck inside there and sucked it out before he paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so Callie hands him like this sleeve of Girl Scout cookies we had. <laughs> so I'm just talking to Sam. He's sitting over in like this wingback chair and next thing I know going to work he's he's, he's making he's making that sleeve of cookies recognize who's boss he's he's doing I look over that sleeve's about two thirds of the way gone he got some he got some crumbs on his shirt (laughs) he's he's just straight just just dozing and I was like I was like man school must be rough come to find out that's just Kurt yeah Yeah. I don't remember that but I believe it (laughs) (laughs) the only man I
0: know that it's not because of alcohol or anything that he forgot. He just blacked it's out natural. on Yo, me. He's like, you I'm said. out. It's natural. I feel <laughs> like your, your situation is not blessed unless Kurt at some point in your life falls asleep on you somewhere. Like, Dude, I knew like we were going to be tiger. great friends from that first yeah. moment. I was yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. dude's
1: so comfortable around me. Yo, yeah. From knowing <laughs> me for like two weeks. yeah, <laughs> He just passes out of my apartment at like 11 o'clock at night. Yo,
3: look, <laughs> I be telling people when they come over, I'm like, look, if you've come over more than once. You're not a guest anymore. <laughs> so, so make yourself at home. <laughs> I'm going to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Here's uh, the thing, dude. You, I, asked him, I asked him in this panel discussion we had yesterday. I said, I just had to do it. Like, as at the end, I just wanted my students to hear it. I was like, like totally out of order at the very end. Great conversation. And I'm like, hey, real fast, Kurt. What time do you wake up to work on your work? And he's like, most times three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And I was like, there it is. <laughs> and that's, Sweet, why the rest, real. that's why he's falling asleep at 7. Real. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, real. At yeah. yeah,
3: my body shuts down at
1: like 7, for real. Yeah, I like was we better, we better hurry up, better Yeah, Talk fast. Yeah, absolutely. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. I feel it rising. Yeah. Dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, props to you, man, for 3 a.m. That's that yeah, is, intense, oh, man. That's I'm serious. like, I don't even know. I wake up to go to the bathroom at 3. That makes me angry to hear that. Yeah. It's like it's it makes natural. me morning grumpy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's natural, man. So I how long how long you been doing that? Yeah. And how long did it take to get to a place where you weren't mad about it?
3: Man. Yeah, for
0: real, dude. When did you start waking up like that, man? Mm. Or like, have you I, always been a always morning been, person? I've
3: always been a morning person. My mom's oh, like okay. that, too. Okay. My mom... My mom yeah. Yeah, I wish. My mom be up crazy hours, just... Vacuuming, just doing random stuff. <laughs>
1: That's how you became a morning person. Yo. Your mom's vacuuming at 4:30. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, W-Z. W-Z. Yo, she, yo, she
0: was in there living her
3: life. We're like, yo, it's like early. But, so it was just, uh, yeah, for me, it was just natural. My brother, though, and my siblings, none of them is like that. You're the yeah. only one? Yeah. Nobody Dang, else
2: gets What a like trip. That. I
1: always wanted yeah. to be a morning person. So and I'm, were you I'm not?
2: Were you like starting at like morning person for you, like naturally waking up at five or six and then yeah, you push one. that back to three?
3: Yeah, it was five. Five, five. was a, five was the regular time, normal when I wake up. And then I started like, uh, because, you know, the thing and as an artist is, you know, the late night grind, yeah, 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 you know, spend hours in the studio. So I started assessing uh, the amount of time or the hours that I would put in um, at night and, and the quality of work that I would produce. And so I was like, man, I'm naturally in the m- uh, morning person. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just like shift that? those hours yep. to morning when I, when I'm more mm. natural. And, uh, so it's actually a good system. The only thing is I got three kids. Yeah. So getting them to bed or in their space at like, dude, eight, eight thirty is.
1: I was going to say you go to so bed fight. before or after your kids. Carolyn, <laughs> 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 I mean, like, who, 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 Carolyn, listen to this. <laughs> so I, so yeah, I put, put it, you to bed first. Yeah, exactly. That's I well, I put the right,
3: Curtis finish your dinner. I do my little like, you know, yelling at them, my little stern, <laughs> like, Hey, don't leave your room <laughs> and then I go in there and I I've done my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I go in the room and
0: We're doing grown folk stuff in here, like sleeping. That's <laughs> right. Exactly.
3: <laughs> immediately. Yeah. So that's so that's what I'll do and I'll wake up and she'll tell me like, you know, such and such happened.
0: I'm like, damn, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> Oh, Plus then she's not she is not a morning person. She's right? not. Yeah. She's completely, you know, the Laura and I are working on it, man, like grinding. Like I like Laura's been doing really good. But it's a it's hard. It, like we have to work at it. Like we've uh, been getting up at like I think five thirty. I've been working on it. I'm in the yeah. working on
1: desire phase. Yep. Right now, that's where I am. I'm yeah. Just working on the desire to get up early. Right <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I just want to yeah,
3: I feel like it's a good rhythm because you get to you get to do so much in the morning. You do, man. You know, what I'm saying? it's true.
1: Mornings it d- are great. Also, if it depending on the type of neighborhood you're working in, mm, yeah. morning might be the only time you get some quiet. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's actually that's real. definitely true in my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, mine too. Like, it's my neighborhood's
0: quiet though for like, the most part. But two thirty
1: three a.m. neighborhood starts to die down. And so, if I were to get up at three, I would have like four or five hours of just yeah, like quiet. Just focused work, just yeah. real. It'd be real, like real, living
0: yeah. in the country. Yeah, that's coming back, dude. people that's that's say Living in the country. <laughs> the morning is nice too, though, man. Like, I've been getting up at five thirty. I go outside, and I just this week I go outside, and I'm trying to exercise mm-hmm. so and uh and then i like do some work and um it's nice man like i externally am not feeling great it's a fight but mm-hmm. external to me the environment's great mm-hmm. i mean i'm, I'm not being sappy here it's beautiful. it's beautiful like the birds yeah for real yeah it's like freshness yeah the freshness of the world and the Especially only this time of year yeah oh my gosh there's a, there's a time in my life where i got it before and would go for for runs. I was probably about 20 years old and it was before I go to work. Mm. It was the only time I could, but I was fairly in shape and I was, you know. And so in the high desert, the sky is just beautiful. So I'd get up in the morning and run and just you hear your breath. Yeah. And the sky nice. would erupt. Mm. And it was like worth it. Yeah. And then yeah, I then I go real. to work. Cause I had, I had to go to work. I had to get to work at like seven. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk to work. And that was about a 35 minute, 40 minute walk. Ooh, so dang, it was yeah. like, go run, hop in the shower, shower up, boom, walk to work. And it was great, man. And somehow I could do it. And the only other time was I was a temp agency guy, and I would leave the house at 4 to open up at 5. Dang. Yeah, man. And and I was like a wreck. It was not, you know, I was not like, there was no beauty. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just.
1: (laughs) I woke up early for a season, like consistently early for a season, and that's because I would do these, like, group training sessions at a local gym at, like, 7 a.m. And so to do that, and my daughter would come with me, and she'd, like, stay in the kids' area. And so, um, Was it was nice when you're having to wake up at like five Which for me, like I'm not I am not rocking. I'm not rocking (laughs) mornings. (laughs) So five thirty six, you know, some mornings you push it a little bit and be like, oh it's six thirty crap, run, 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 run. Yeah. Um, but to get another kid, to get a kid out of the house, plus, you know, not being good at mornings, but that's it. I mean, like, it's always gotta be something else. Like, I have such a hard time being self motivated to get up early. I can do It's really hard. I've
2: done like five AM for stretches, you know, what time do you gotta
0: get up for work?
1: So I gotta be
2: at work at seven. Yes, you gotta get a big so thing. Yeah, you, you know, depending on whether or not I'm working from home. If I'm working from home, I can, you know, get out of bed at six. If I'm uh, driving to the office, I usually try
3: to get out of bed at five thirty. Gotcha.
1: Um, right. so and what are your secrets, Curtis? What do you do? How do you get it done?
3: Yo, I, I literally like wake up and I'm like full throttle. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, give
0: us the, out the give bed. us the full rundown. Like give us like a legit, honest day. Yeah, all your little micro micro yeah. little habits to pass on. Like coffee, what do you do? Give us the routine, man. Yeah, so the routine is
3: uh a good, a good setup is, you know, the night before, I'm going to bed at uh, 8.30, mm-hmm. and then I'm getting up at 3.30, and then um, and then I do stretches in the morning, because mm-hmm. my back is done. So you Did you hurt your back, or it's just been hurting? Yo, it's just been hurting over the years, and yeah. um, you know, it's one of those things that I'm like, man, I've been putting in a lot of hours in the studio, and so like, I don't wanna be in my like forties, fifties with crazy back problems. So, right. so I've been trying to like I've been going to physical therapy, just been trying to like gotcha. get that joint in order. So that's been a, you know, an inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> but but so I'll do that. That'll take about um that'll take about thirty minutes, maybe, maybe forty minutes. And then I'm uh straight into the studio looking over you know, for, for me, I, I work a full-time job. You know, I, I also do the, the painting and other little freelance work. So I'm looking at, all right, what what are the top projects that I need to take care of? And then I'll just divide my, my day up uh, by the, I think, two hours. Every two hours, I'll switch to something else. Mm-hmm. And then I just move. And then, you know, by the time, what, 9 o'clock, 9.30, the, the fam and everybody's waking up, mm-hmm. I done already done a lot of, like, uh, you know, a heavy, important work. I can chop it up with them, get frustrated, <laughs> leave, <laughs> <laughs> go back to work. So for me too, like the rhythm allows me to have that focus work. And in an ideal setup, it would relieve some of the stress because I work at home. Mm-hmm. So if I can get focus work done, I can
1: have a little bit more flexibility, but I am a workaholic. So I'm like, no, that's big. I think that's a, that's a big important thing. So you're waking up at 3 o'clock. So how many hours in a normal day do you have before, like, the house is moving around and everybody's shaking and people are screaming and you're having to come in and, and, and move your dad's voice a little bit? Yeah, so the setup is it should be four hours of, of focus work.
0: Mm.
3: Four Man. hours because Dang. I was I was You drink about, a coffee
0: in the morning and stuff yeah, like that? So yeah, so I'll do,
3: like uh, – Do you eat that early or do you wait? I used I used to eat early. I'll do like oatmeal or something, oatmeal and then coffee. But um now I've been waiting like an hour and a half and then I'll then I'll do like a toast and egg, then I'll yeah. get a coffee. And uh and I'll probably get another coffee at like nine. Yep. <laughs> so so that'll that'll sometimes I don't wanna even eat. I'll just do one coffee and just go. But technically I don't really need it. It's just a yeah. rhythm. Yeah, the coffee yeah. is just a, a habit. Yeah, yeah. Um and so yeah, because I was thinking about it. When I would stay up late, in the studio, I would be strong for about four or five hours, mm. and then mentally, I would be done. Totally. Now I'll press myself, but I'll be like just done. Yeah. So in the morning, I just took that spot from the night and put it in the morning time, and just and just use that. So it seems to flow nicely. The only problem is when I'm you know out and about at like late night with hanging out people. Yeah, it just gets it just get weird because I'm like, all right, I'm kind of over this. I need to go to bed. You're, you're <laughs> almost like someone who's working a night shift. Yeah.
2: It's and then you try to still have like a normal social life with everyone who's working day shifts. Yes, yeah.
1: 100%. And that was well, my next question for you is like, are right, you waking up at three? You're doing work for like four solid hours. Mm-hmm. Like when does, in your mind, when does your work day cut off? Like when can you like have a spot where you're like, okay, now like if, if nothing else happens today, I'm okay with it. Like, uh,
3: well, at, at the moment, it's, it's five. Oh, dang. Like, so you got to... So you're yeah. working from
1: 3 in the morning
3: to 5 p.m. at night? Yeah, with, with some, you know, interruptions and but stuff like that. But you're bouncing
1: in. You're talking to kids. Yeah, and yeah, life.
3: yeah. So that's the... Because, you know, like, I try to I try to uh, work off of a traditional 9 to 5 setup. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, 9 will be, like, my focus work with some interruptions. So, yeah. you know, before that, mm-hmm. I'll do my grind, and then 9 starts, and then I'm off at, like, 5, 5.30-ish.
1: Yeah, because you're... You're balancing those two jobs. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's probably. So you're waking up at three. Part of your waking up at three is that you want to make sure you're always getting some painting or some studio time done. Yes, yes.
3: That's, that's, that is the time for those, you know, because I'm not getting paid to paint or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's just me, you know, being determined. You got to reclaim those hours, bro. I got to put the time in.
1: You're
0: making me really think about getting up at four. You're making me really think about getting up. period no yeah because <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm getting because i'm real. getting up at five thirty right now and i'm tired right now uh-huh but uh-huh. i'm already convinced of what you're saying like because i've been already for, because i'm like for you know i've been getting up early earlier uh-huh before the time change i was getting up at five thirty, and that uh-huh. was a big shift for me and i was uh-huh. like i got so much work to do mm-hmm. that if i don't take a break i will be lazy through the day but i'll never take a break and so i need to get clear on that so like so that I'm working and then shutting it down on days when I can. That's right. But um, yeah, man. When I look at my nights, what I'm finding is like I don't, I don't. I'm not optimal at night anymore. So I'm like the only option for me is to be optimal in the morning. Yes. Like it's not. Ha- I used to be a night owl. And I'm not. I might. Like, I might be able to stay awake, but I am not optimal. Like I am not good mm-hmm. at night anymore. Yeah, you're not. Totally. Into, yeah. So yeah. I'm like all I can. In the only time you can, get, like like Garrett said, reclaim the hours. It feels like. He's just getting up early. And I always have to go to the, I'm not saying this to be crude. I'm saying like, it's getting older. I don't know, man. I have to go to the bathroom. And if I have to go to the bathroom, dude, I wake up. I can't go back Mm -hmm. to sleep. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I'm
2: thinking, one of my concerns anytime I'm getting up early is my daughter, because we've got a pretty small house um, and she sleeps in my office, which is totally normal. And she does that most nights. But if I'm not careful, she'll wake up yeah. If I'm like going around and doing stuff in the house because there's just like no place for me to get away. That's why you need a bigger house. No, I'm yeah. totally kidding. I love your I love your Dude. house actually. I love my uh, interest rate.
0: <laughs> I do too. Um, <laughs> I love your interest rate, Cody.
2: <laughs> we got so yeah, I so think like a lot of us love our interest rates right yeah, now. Okay, no, for real. We um, all
0: got blessed. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's always like attention. I'm like, I get up early, but man, if I make a noise and she wakes up and she knows there's someone's up, she's not going back to sleep. And uh, yeah, my, and my, and son my, son my wife will not.
1: Yes, I that. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think you know it's it's funny because I mean part of this I'm sitting here thinking I'm like oh it makes total sense like you know Curtis you and Ryan like you both paint mm-hmm. like there's there's like a, a quietness to it mm-hmm. but like I'm thinking about like oh yeah I could make some stuff but I'm like oh yeah the saws and drills <laughs> yo
0: it's loud gonna be loud yeah like, at like four in yeah. the morning yeah like <laughs> <laughs> even outside even outside. in the studio unless you soundproof it it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah loud. Wow. and
1: so it's like there, there's definitely some like. Pre work that has to go into it, like because I, it could, it could happen. Mm-hmm. I could, I could make a make a work plan so that have any you, of the loud stuff's happening like after seven or eight. Have mm-hmm. you considered uh, transitioning over to hand tools? I mean, mm-hmm. I've considered, but with some of the stuff I want to do, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying, it's like I'm, it's, it's something I've been researching because I was just like, you know, I don't want to invest in a bunch of tools and then power goes out for some reason and I can't use all these tools. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that's how real. did people used to make things? Mm-hmm. And then you start looking, and there's a lot of pretty sophisticated hand tools oh, yeah. out oh, there for doing stuff. Yeah.
0: Also, people were a lot stronger with greater bone density. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. more testosterone. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think that we would get into the bone density. <laughs> <already with> <laughs> <today>. <laughs> sorry, I was so we've we've just lost lost long long trying day. to avoid <laughs> the bone density you know. conversation today, Ryan. <laughs> there might be, uh, <laughs> there might be opportunities. <laughs> I didn't want to go. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no it is real um and i and i mean it, i think about it because it really it's like you know with some of the stuff that um some of the stuff i'm gonna be making like it's it's like smaller yeah in scale so it's a little easier to do mm-hmm. but like if you're trying to make a piece like five or six feet long like mm. you don't want to be using a handsaw nah bro no i mean
0: like unless that's intrinsic to in, unless
1: it's aesthetic. like a part of you yeah, um, yeah. and it's not yeah, who's <laughs> <laughs> never been in those pieces? It definitely um, you definitely lose
2: speed. You, than, you do, and, and certain types of efficiency. But there's
1: also like, and, and not just efficiency, There's also like some some precision that can be lost as well, just because mm. I don't have the number of hours mm-hmm. with the hand tool. Yeah, you know, and it's like it is a skill. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. you you watch you watch dudes.
0: Dude, power tools is a skill. So
1: well, it is. But I'm saying that's yeah. what a so like skill yeah, tool. Yeah. It's like I put the hours in on those. But like, if you watch, like, there's that dude that like is on PBS that's got like the. Like the suspenders and oh like yeah, dude! I used to
2: watch that all the time on Saturday to the, the Woodwright um, Shop. It's the
1: Woodwright Shop. I what? think is the name of it. Dude's using like That's lathes awesome. that are like foot powered. And he's like pressing these things like old school sewing machines. Yeah, and he's yeah. like Hand turning like uh, physical like, mechanical. Freak. Yeah, it's That's great. Crazy. You should oh, check oh. it out on YouTube. The dude's like Planers. corny his mess, but it's great. It's like a really like warm. He's got like warming. a conductor's hat. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kind of like a pork pie hat and some suspenders,
2: yeah. and he oh. like. Dude, I mean, his shop man, is legit. Yeah, the man could whip out a nice wooden rocking chair. Yeah, in an episode.
3: Yo, that's
1: dope. And the dude has like, I mean, it's like 40 hand
2: he's, planes, which is well, he's ridiculous. like, At that point, you know, that, that guy, sorry that we don't know your name, guy, if you're listening. Um, he's like a woodworking and tool craft historian. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a like level of knowledge and, and stuff that he's doing. Really <sighs> pretty cool stuff. So, so I, I was... I kind of decided in my head if I'm going to spend money on tools. His name is
1: Roy Underhill. He's got yes. a BA name. Yes. Right. He's, uh, hello,
0: my name's Roy Underhill.
1: <laughs> but he, uh, he's—I I think he's got my mustache. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have the same mustache. <laughs> we pretty much. That's do. an award-winning mustache, right there. It says, lucky man."
0: Yeah. There's Roy Underhill. Oh, oh wow, yeah. Gary. Yeah, yeah. He's got, yeah. He's got, he's got more than your mustache, dude. Yo, he's just, yeah. I remember this guy. Yeah. You put that hat on, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I need to contact him and
1: be like, "Hey, man, I think you just found yourself an apprentice. Absolutely. You weren't looking. <laughs> and then you called and go, Dad, <laughs> you found one.
0: I, 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 Dad, yeah. is that you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dad, is that you? Oh man, oh, Dad, bro. dude, I grew up watching
0: this dude, so maybe there's some like residual, <laughs> yeah, dude, residual things dude. in my brain. Oh,
1: absolutely, the <laughs> best great bro. call
0: ever, dude. Just call a random older man and go, Dad,
1: <laughs> dude." This show is still going on, 37 seasons.
0: Man, and no one oh. talks about it except for, right. for us. Yo, you say it's on PBS? <laughs> it's on PBS, man. Except for you guys. That's not on
2: the app. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, good stuff, careful. Cody. Careful with your no. us. <laughs> 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 hey,
1: where two are gathered. Yo, That's right, man. That is hilarious. I, I will watch this dude all day. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I like. need to did you even know a coping saw could do that no. I mean, oh. man
0: it's like it's just check him out i mean me he's points. like the bob i ross thought of a woodworking. coping saw was is. a modern therapy technology <laughs> yeah <laughs> his technique that's, he is that's I a great coping call,
1: he? saw. he is the bob ross of woodworking there you go a hundred percent makes call and almost
0: every and way. he slightly looks like gareth everybody but <laughs> <laughs> he and maybe is a better woodworker me. than bob ross as a painter I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and probably see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't
1: the fact that Bob Ross could whip that stuff out in about 25 minutes is Yo. pretty amazing. Yo, pretty Bob good. Ross was but ahead
2: of his time in terms that he was making art to be presented on the screen, yes, yes. which took yes. the rest of the world about 30 years to figure out. Yeah, yeah, the paintings Ooh, did not crazy. look that good in person,
0: I've seen, but they look great on the television.
1: Yeah, pet squirrel, if you don't know what you're looking at, insofar as. <laughs> You're dealing
0: with two. <laughs> also, my, my favorite part ten. is he pre-mixed all his colors and never told you that. Yeah. So mm. then, he, so you're yep. always chasing him and you can never get there. That's the te- that's and that's not. That was just to help make sure that he yeah, had more yeah. episodes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like,
1: yeah, he, I mean, he was. I like. What? I like
0: Bob Ross. He's doing at least what like three. He was each episode was three.
1: Got <laughs> bob figure yeah. it on the shelf. So he'd record the episode like three times. <laughs> He's watching over yeah. us right now. Oh, Bobby! Oh, Bobby! So
3: back to your morning routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good, it's a good setup. Y'all should definitely.
1: So you uh, do a nine to five plus an plus additional a four five hours. Four. Yeah, nine to
3: five plus four. It's a plus yeah. four, plus yep. four, plus Man. four. Yeah, and then even you know like, you no, know, going to bed early is not a big deal because you're tired. Well, well, like, because yeah, you don't yeah. have a choice. <laughs> no, I was just assessing, like, because you have narcolepsy. Your body just clocks out for the day. Yeah, seven, definitely. But, you know, I was thinking about, like, the time I'm hanging out with the family. Like, we're not we're not even doing anything crazy. So, like, we, you know, we we, we had a little, you know, sit down on time, watch movies, you know, read a book, whatever. But, you know, that's not even a long period of time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Why? What's the. Reason to prolong.
0: I mean, this a is a conversation like me
1: and my wife. <laughs> what's the like? reason to prolong going to bed? It's <laughs> <laughs> dude. Laura and I are like,
0: let's watch a TV show, just like half uh, hour. It'd be ten o'clock, and then we'll be like, we we'll get, you know, ten thirty. One, one more, yeah. Maybe we just watch a tiny bit more. One more. <laughs>
1: we, well, that's the thing is, like, after like eight eight thirty, like, what are most
0: people actually doing? It's horrible. I, hate I mean, because the thing
1: is, with with us, like, what we're doing is just not. Not going to bed. I mean, yeah, just yeah not you're going just to hanging out. You're, you're just, just like a kid. You're just yeah. like delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, you that know, was like, going to be part of my next question. Is like, have you found like what like literally what did you give up by going to bed at eight thirty versus like eleven or twelve or something like that? And have you, you missed, missed four ten for us normal people?
3: Mm, what did I give up?
1: <laughs> or
2: one for us other people? <laughs> oh gosh, I can't even imagine that right now. <clears throat> it's pretty easy. Not not for me and my <laughs> wife, dude. We are like. I mean, I've suffered toasted from at ten thirty.
1: Since I was in my like mid twenties, I've dealt with insomnia, like hardcore Man. insomnia. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the kind of thing up, where bro. it's
0: like mess three or four hours of sleep over three days me. and just kind of rolling with it. Yeah, yeah, we've gone vacationing together in Garrison for at like at three in the morning, like hadn't gone Ooh. to sleep yet. I'm like, And then I'm up see. making coffee the next morning for everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: While <Dang>. drinking alcohol. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, no, I mean for real. It's just like nothing. Yo. Nothing. But but for real though, like, so what have you found? Like, cause you had to have, you, you had to have given up something, mm. right? If it was just like binge watching, if it was just like, whatever, there's something you gave up to go to bed at eight 30. Yeah. And did you miss it? Romance. Something. That's
3: what I'm saying. Never.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, did you, did you give up friends? Did you give up, you know, no. being involved in like a group or a community? Local community.
3: I think, uh, I mean, honestly, in, in this season of, of grinding, you know, because of COVID and everything, like. Uh it's not much. I mean we me and my wife would uh binge watch, you know, whatever show, but mm-hmm. like we haven't had a show that was like,
1: I feel like for a
3: minute. Yeah, yeah. It's been, you know, a drought for us at least. Mm-hmm. And uh so yeah, as far as hanging out and stuff, I'm not out in the streets, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out like I probably should be more just to like be connected with people and just being out and you know, being a human being. Um, we'll invite y'all over for dinner at 3.30 all right oh my gosh
2: 3.30 <laughs>
3: like, p.m ah. Curtis 3.30 p.m
1: yeah, <laughs> no, we'll do breakfast at 3.30 yeah. look I
3: need, I'm saying I need older I need older friends who can uh, who have that early, early bro skeptical. I'm not getting any younger <laughs> so that's, we're not getting any younger <laughs> that
2: actually is really funny because I was going to mention that you know my observation is that a lot of people as they get older they get up earlier
3: yes and so Can't like
2: know, yes when, oh, no. when Carissa and I go to her parents house to Awesome because her mom gets up at like four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that her mom would prefer to get up at four thirty, but that's just when she
0: does. Do you have any science with this? Do you think? Do you think there is? I know not Men, this men is hit forty and they start having a sleep problems. My doctor has told me this. Anecdotal for like, me, but like gotcha. it just
2: seems. You know, my parents are getting up earlier. Like the older they get, weird. I feel um, like I'm heading that way. Yeah, and so it's like, well, 100%. why not just like go ahead and get used to it in a life pattern? Because it yeah. seems like you kind of. I've seen people go there anyways.
1: Yeah. All right, so yesterday I woke up at 3.30 in the morning because uh-huh. I was... I call it P30. <laughs> so I woke up at P30 in the morning, and I was uh, with my brother-in-law. We were driving back to Southern Illinois because we had help with some stuff on my grandparents' property. And we were coming back, and we wanted to make sure that we could hit up a few distilleries in Kentucky on the way through. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make time. So 3.30 in the morning, I was probably in bed at like 12.30 last night. Once everything was, got home, unpacked things, unloaded stuff, whatever. And I, I, hit that, I hit that pillow, and I was like, this feels so nice. It's going to be so good. <laughs> I woke up at 6 a.m., and my body said, what's up? And you uh, are. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, what? So I laid there in bed for like 30 minutes looking at my phone, and I was like, please get tired. Do something. Wow. I fell back to sleep for maybe another 30 minutes. But I was like, You're I dead. did all of that crap to you yesterday, <laughs> and this is what you do to yeah, me. You me make sleep. me still wake up at six a.m. Yep. So anecdotally,
0: there's a little evidence for you there, Cody. Yeah, yeah it's in you there, get a little yo.
1: older, like it doesn't matter. It's in there. Doesn't yeah. the yeah. like, matter. Yeah, like, like, like,
0: you, when you were talking about that story about I went to sleep, and then my body said, "What's up?" <laughs> 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 I feel like that was a ABC BF EF, ABC <laughs> joke. No. No.
1: Hey, oh so speaking of, so we on the way over to Illinois, we stopped at this spot and we were like, we saw it on a road sign, and we are like, we have to go there. And it was a barbecue place in the middle of Kentucky somewhere. Oh. It's called D's Butts.
0: No. Did you get a picture? Oh.
1: We did. And uh, they they were like they were You like, got oh, a knack for fighting this yo. stuff, dude. dude. it was legit. We pulled it in the parking lot and they're like closed until Wednesday. D's butts? D's butts. Brilliant, and then we dude. roll sounds, up, and we're like, easy. we're going just for the name. Yeah, exactly. it's hilarious. <laughs> so we roll up, and then they have, like, all these things on their windows. It's like they won all these prizes and all this other stuff for their barbecue. And I was like, man, we're Yo, missing it. What? Oh, they're smoking them butts these hard, dude. Butts. That's right. These but. butts. Anyway, that, that so has nothing to do with this
2: conversation. <laughs> is, but it so fits perfectly, though. But it does. It does. Yeah. Barbecue's never a wrong choice.
0: I know, right? I'll talk about it all, however you want. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, man. I'm starting to get tired of barbecue. What? what? Yeah, it's weird, dude. Ever since I got that... Sickness, man. I haven't been able to I, I yeah, lot. Yeah. the medicine I took, I'm convinced that it it messed up my the best barbecue I had, in, in all honesty, and it's because it wasn't um well, I don't know, but the barbecue that Callie made.
1: Yeah. But it's be, she did a
0: great job. Yeah, but it, but I was like, it's because it was like crispy. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like soupy. Yeah. There's something that happened to me that well, I can't shake. What in. she did is she made it right. That's, That's maybe there what it is. is. Yeah. So so I actually enjoyed it. So I got seconds. Yeah. I'm not. Which, I'm not saying the Virginia barbecue is bad, but I am. saying yeah. Nobody knows about something it. about the like getting so soiled. Oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and and it, like it makes me feel queasy. So Ooh. when I was growing up, all right, so That so makes so me feel sick. And like the fat, I'm like, you know, my body's just changing, man. That's all. Well, I started like the first time I ever <sighs> had like barbecue was probably yeah. like cafeteria stuff,
1: right? Because I was living in the Midwest when I was a kid. And so you'd have, like, all wet barbecue. Yeah. How are we talking about this on the podcast, by the way? How is this? I opposite? have no idea. But I love it. I love that this <laughs> is what we're talking about. But anyway, um, so it was, like, all wet. So it has all sauce and everything. And I was like, this is okay. Like, I like barbecue sauce, so it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once I was introduced to dry rub barbecue, yeah, I was like, this is life-changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It's got that crispiness. It's got some some. I've always good preferred texture. dry rub, man. 100%. Yeah. 100%. How about yeah. you Curtis? Bro, I'm still I don't, I
3: don't mind barbecue. Barbecue is not out, yeah. It's not in the uh I don't get it often. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I still rock with the buzzing and ass, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. old faithful down the street. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what about like you know like a steak on the grill? Hmm. Cuz see cuz see that's what I grew up with, like just like yep. that's what barbecue was. It Was mm-hmm. like chicken? Yeah, yeah, yeah cuz barbecuing. Mm. Barbecuing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz uh that's So in yeah, California if you get barbecued, you get like Try tip Yeah. Steak. That's a steak. Joke. Anything
1: you throw yeah. on the grill. Yeah. That's the thing is like, so we've, we've had this conversation with Penny, my oldest daughter before, cause we're like, it's like, Hey, you don't, you don't live on the West coast. So when we say barbecue, you can't just refer to just grilling things. Yeah. I was like, otherwise people won't know what you're talking about. Yep. Cause when I was growing up, the first time I heard somebody say barbecue and they meant just grilling, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. I've
2: only ever heard that from people
0: who were from California. First right? time I ever heard grilling is when I moved to Richmond. Dude, I was I believe like, what it? do you mean? Wow. What do you mean grill? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to grill a or a cookout? I'm uh-huh. like, you wait. So cookout is what? Like, it had to like get all these categories. I was like, no, barbecue is barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, I get it. it I get it now. Yeah, it's cool. I get it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But it's interesting that you say that because he, yeah, it's like because my dad uh, will every now and then. I I just know he can grill. I can see it. Mm hmm. I haven't had the chance to really taste too much of it because I live out here. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, sometimes he'll post stuff and I was like, I oh, know that's good, dude. Mm-hmm. He, he understands the seasonings. And yeah. like, yeah. But yeah, he'll give you pictures that'll, you know, what he's doing and you're like, that looks amazing. Man, that's something to aspire to. I'm not yeah. good with the grill at all. I'm not
1: saying grilling is easy. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying here's two tips for any of y'all out there really. I'm, I'm and they're not try it. tips I'm here yeah. for it. These <laughs> aren't tri-tips. These are, these are deuce tips. Yep. No. No, try it. Try it just two. Out. Try tips. <laughs> just try tips. T-R-Y. Yeah. Try y- these tips. Tips with to Gareth. try, but Beep. two. So uh, Try tips with Garrett. So two tips. One, uh, you're cooking it too long. Yep. That's always mm-hmm. tip. Always one. number one. All right, because here's the deal. You're already getting manufactured meat, all mm-hmm. right? There's a good chance that that stuff's not even close to what meat was 100 years yeah, ago.
0: Yeah, it may not be meat at all.
1: So uh, if you're worried about stuff, they've already killed it. Whatever garbage yep. in the box they gave it for the 100 years it's been alive. So that's one. <laughs> Two is you're not seasoning it enough. Exactly, and you're cooking so it too much, and not and
2: you have it not
0: underseith- dude, that's under one seasoned, dude. You've under seasoned
2: it, and you probably should have put the seasoning
0: on 24 yes. hours before. Absolutely, you did it. Oh, yeah. you? That that rub and you got to rub it in. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: yes. And
0: if you really want to do it right, then you need to get the meat tenderizer out and Ooh. knock the mess out of that Ooh. thing, dude. Then rub the dry rub for in. real. Like if I'm, a, I'm gonna give you a bonus third tip. I'm gonna give you a bonus. I'm gonna get do you. you that's the third.
1: Your try, try tip. All right, right here, and that is. Leave that meat out for a good bit before you put it on. The Absolutely, grill. dude. Let it come to room temperature. Yeah. All right. You don't need to be That's working amazing. against all the natural scientific processes of those That's connective exactly tissues. Right you need to let that work. Yep. And uh, if any of you out there don't believe me, hit us up at uh, info at chakraartspace.com. Let me know and I'm going to prove it to you with some of the stuff I cook. So, wow. You yeah. come on over. He's not lying. I'll show you yeah. some chicken wings. And then, then. And,
0: then and then, it. and then, then eat it. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll just show it to you. Hey, then I'll hey eat listen, growing <laughs> up, my parents were awesome at making sure the seasonings were right. Yeah, and then people would come over and be like, they over seasoned that, and I go eat at their house, my friend's house, and I'd be like, y'all don't season. Yeah, these exactly. What did you put like, on
1: this? Uh, we dri- we dipped it in water and we set it next yeah. to the salt.
0: Yeah, we put some, we <laughs> we didn't put anything on it. You just got to look at the salt. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Get out of here with that, man.
0: It's a virtual natural. experience. <laughs> it's
1: natural. It's natural. That's right. By the
0: way, what kind of conversation are we having here, man? I don't
1: know. We're just having anything yeah, yeah, yeah. out with Curtis. Listen,
0: <laughs> listen, we didn't bring Curtis on for any special reason. We just brought him on because he's special. I'm just here.
1: That's true. Yeah, you remember yeah. that you remember that show back in the day on Friday nights on TJF was called Hangout Mr.
0: Cooper? Yeah. Yo. We're just hanging with Mr. Yes. Curtis. Yeah. Yes. That's all we're doing. Mr. New <laughs> Yeah, Same we'll block. probably just have you on every now and then, Kurt. Man, absolutely. I, I think that's just just to keep us on our on our toes with like Tips from Curtis and, and yeah, so it's so a oh, wait time out. Yeah. Tips from Curtis. Hmm. Try tips from Curtis, oh, try okay. out his tips from Curtis. We need a jingle. <laughs> we need a jingle. We need a That's jingle. Let's <laughs> see, <we> <laughs> <from Curtis. laughs> see if we can work one out.
1: We're
3: going to work on, a man. jingle out. Yeah. Yeah. Make it hot. <laughs> oh,
0: wait, Time out. <laughs> tips from Curtis, try tips from Curtis. from Curtis. try tips from Curtis
1: so so, but for real though like so you're talking about like your routine the stuff you do how you put this stuff in you're making practice you're doing your grind every day mm. you're doing this stuff and yeah you're gonna have your days where you're just like no nah, I'm not getting up today absolutely everybody's cool. got those yeah, yeah. but uh those things are all in pursuit of something, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all for a reason and on purpose. So mm-hmm. why do you even do that? Why even get up at three? Why do you care about having Yeah, what keeps hours? you motivated, man? Why do it? Man,
3: well, well, for me, like when I think about the, the work, you know, I have these larger goals of where I want to, to get my work, uh, to, you know, and, and what is required to, to get it to this like technical place or to, um, just to get opportunities, you know, at this stage that I'm in, uh, it's all of me. So like, you know, whatever I put into it is, is what it's going to be. And so if I come to the table, you know, lazy or slacking or whatever, you know, that's, that's how it's going to reflect into the work. And so, uh, I kind of pursue it as this, like, it's my real job. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. if I don't show up, you know, it's not gonna get done. Uh, if I don't take the time on each piece, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna get what it needs. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I, I really carry that on my back, um, and I just rock that until, you know, whenever the time comes when I'm like, yo, this is not even fun anymore. Like for me, like, there's fire. There's a, you know, a larger goal that I'm just pressing towards, and I just keep myself
0: motivated, for real. Do you have um, because because I think you have to orient yourself towards the state of the work as demanding, mm-hmm. that there's like formal formal demands um, that require uh, execution to meet the standard of the demands of the work you're making. Mm-hmm. So you have to bring yourself to bear every time. Mm-hmm. You can never not bring yourself to bear. If you don't, you just like, it's, it's what quote unquote slacking, like then you're, then you're dealing with, um, you know, when I don't do this, then I, I end up with problems. I I I have yes. to deal with later. Yes. So it's not like the, pro- the problem's always there. Yes. So that's just to maintain. Yes. Uh, uh, optimal state. Then there is, um, how do I blow through the optimal state? That is my standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what does that require? Mm-hmm. So when you think about your work, how do you, how are you able to evaluate it enough to start to ask new questions of, of the, um, the execution side? or so there's execution Mm -hmm. that is you Mm -hmm. and then there's um the interior demands in in the way in which you understand a painting to be constituted and what formal characteristics are there Mm -hmm. um uh what um composed elements are you permitting or employing so Mm -hmm. like and then and then um and then there is the the uh feel and um look of oil paint Mm -hmm. which has a a lot of potential so how are you how do you i mean are you what 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 um i mean you may not be thinking through it in all those ways Mm -hmm. but i i mean for me my my approach to painting like those are all there whether i choose to think about it or not Mm -hmm. you're still like intuitively you start painting you're dealing with that yeah absolutely
3: Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, like for me, like over the years, I've just created, uh, a list, um, of like, uh, effects or, um, emotions or or things that I want to communicate through the work. And I'm in the stage of developing that visual, uh, imagery. And so Mm -hmm. for me, like, um, I'm trying to refine, but I'm also trying to. I'm trying to refine. I'm trying to experience and have fun, but I'm also trying to focus in on that like one thing. I've, I watched a a recent documentary that uh, Netflix released. Uh, who was it with uh, uh, Andy Warhol? Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about how like he literally all the paintings. He literally makes one painting, and so. I think a lot about that in my work of like, all right, well what is it, what is it, what would it look like for me to take all this research that I have, all of this uh, visual language that I'm trying to like work through and and create one piece. So like the search of trying to get to that place is kind of currently where I'm at. Yeah. So like uh, I'm in a season where like it's I can't even get to it and it's been like a couple of years of me focusing in on work. I'm still trying to like refine it. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. So I go into the studio like trying to work through a lot of these elements and a lot of these ideas, um, trying to refine to get to that point where I'm like, boom,
1: this is is what it is right here. I'm in the pocket. So with that, like, I don't know, if you could just like clarify that a little bit. Like is it, there's like an ideal painting that you kind of see that all of these are kind of working in shades towards? Or is it that like uh, as a as like an entire aura of like your entire career, there's like a painting that emerges. Like what how do you how do you see that? Like what do you Mm, yeah. I see
3: it as a I see there's a larger uh it's kinda like, you know, I, I grew up going to the uh museum, um, the National Portrait Gallery mm-hmm. and in the National um, Gallery of Art. And just like seeing those those works in there and the the technicality in the in the paintings and the Um, the narrative in there and like I think a lot about that so like when I think about that and I look at my work you know I have a I have a long way to go and so I probably won't even (laughs) it'll probably be my whole life of trying to search that out Yeah, yeah and so uh when I think about it like that and and also trying to create a unique uh visual presentation that speaks to Mm -hmm. uh you know my upbringing you know my identity it just requires a lot of of work and I'm also like I'm not trying to copy and do what's like what everybody's doing I'm trying to create my own thing that kind of flows out of my uh my thoughts or whatever Mm -hmm. so so that's just like exhausting work you know what I'm saying (laughs) It's, it's a lot and so for me you know, I got my little, my little list that I pull from, but I also, you know, my wife been crucial and, uh, you know, you guys really every now and then, like we'll have, um, exhibitions or, you know, you'll see the work and all those thoughts, all those comments, feedback helps me to refine mm-hmm. and get to this place. And so that I feel like this whole season, like last couple of years has been like me going through this, like refining fire of trying to like really get focused on like what that visual thing is that i want to um that i'm creating through the work that's
1: you know that's interesting it really kind of makes me think like if you're in this kind of state of refining you have this idea of like a piece that like you're only trying to make that one painting Mm. whatever like how do you know with those individual pieces in that pursuit how do you know that you're like okay i think i'm i like this i'm good with it Mm. how you know that it's like successful in your eyes as the artist yeah, that's good. Uh, well, for me, honestly, it it's just it,
3: it gotta feel right. It's like mm. it's not even a thing. It's not a one painting, really. Uh, it's it's so hard for me to like really focus in and to not chase fifteen thousand ideas because I got like so many. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like it's gotta it's gotta connect. And so each, you know, all the paintings I've been making has has been it's been good. You know, it's been it's been good to a degree, but. You know, it's it's each painting is a step closer to that that feeling or that mm-hmm. overall thing that I'm trying to communicate.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, now, you're talking about feelings a lot. And in certain spaces, that's going to get you like kind of, they're going to get you <laughs> docked a few <laughs> points, right? Because they'll be like, oh, those will change. Wake up tomorrow. You'll yeah. be in a bad mood. Yeah. Eat yeah. a bad meal. You'll be in a bad place. You know, like, But but what you're talking about with feelings, like, I mean, you're not. You're not a five year old, right? Yeah, you don't you're not, you're not doing a reactionary gut check. We're still feelings. talking to the man who gets up at three AM every morning. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so let's talk about feelings. Like where do those things come from? Like how when you talk about feelings, like mm. what do you what do you mean? Because mm. I don't think that you're talking about like a, a little kid temper tantrum having a feeling. No. I don't think no. you're talking about like, you know, one of those like just having a wave of feeling. Like what do you what do you mean feeling? Mm, feeling feeling for me like they're definitely
3: like guided. Feelings, <laughs> hmm. guided feelings, right? It's, it's not just controlling the direction, um, but it's helping to shape what I'm, what I'm working on. And so for me, like it flows out of, you know, the, the things that I care about in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just the community uh, for me, like my faith is a big part of my work mm-hmm. um, and all these things help to shape my feelings. And, and as I do the work, uh, I'm sensitive to it and I, and I allow it to guide me, but I'm not putting my all into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not allowing the feelings to fully steer me because that could, I mean, literally I could be. That could be a problem. That could be a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that could be a problem. You know, uh, so I feel like it's a dance. Mm-hmm. I feel like each piece is a dance and, you know, allowing yourself to be free. It's like a dance from allowing yourself to be free. And, and create the work and respond to the work while also having a uh, a direction and an end goal, a loose end goal. I mean, I don't want to steer it too much, but you need to have something.
0: Yeah, yeah. If So in the conversation about feelings, it's helpful to think about it. So you have your internal state of affairs, the emotions, feelings, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes you don't know where they come from. Sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you think you do. Um yeah. So if you, if you did, if you thought about it a different way for a second, so if, if I have a floor heater and it kicks off heat and I feel it, Mm -hmm. so I'm having a response to the heater, Mm -hmm. it's making me feel a certain way. And then I have to think about how it's making me feel because there's literal heat on my body. I feel the heat on my body. If I change some of the design of the floor heater and I move it, it's going to possibly subtly affect the way I feel the heat from it. Um, if I place it higher or lower so that that all matters. Mm-hmm. If I put something in front of it and it um, blunts out the heat, then the heat precipitates through It's in front of like a, you know, like a, um, a barrier or some kind of mm-hmm. pillow or something, right? So now the heat is a different experience. Now I'm feeling it, but the experience is changing because of what's changing about it, not me, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So if I uh, stand next to a window and I receive heat from sunlight, the window and the sun are giving me a sense of heat, but it's a different sense of heat than possibly the way it is from radiant heat or mm-hmm. gas heat. So, if I just keep walking this through, it's just one ex- experience. Mm-hmm. If I have a fan blowing on my face, I feel it. If, but if I have wind blowing on me, I feel it. If my kid blows on me, I feel it. Those are mm-hmm. all feelings. Mm-hmm. What am I feeling is specific to what's cause effect, what's happening to me. How I feel about that, how I feel about what I'm feeling is the key. Mm, so does that make sense? Yeah. Also what you do with yeah. those feelings. That's right. So and I think what you said, Curtis, like if you were just kind of
1: like if you were beholden to them all the time, mm-hmm. where feelings were the only thing. Yeah, if, were you, if you're
0: beholden to how you feel about things, mm-hmm. that's that would be possibly a problem. Yeah. yeah,
1: if that's the only way the stimulus can happen in your yeah, mind.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. I so what am I trying to say though? What I'm trying to say is that in a not like not like and yet like you know, adjacency, like uh, uh, making something has effects that render feelings mm-hmm. of a particular kind, according to the particularness of the thing itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So when, so when, you, when a person says intuitively, it's got to feel right. Well, we do that all the time. I got, I need to, I need the air conditioning here at 66. Yes. It's got to feel right. And then you don't have to think about it because it just acclim—it feels right, squares. Mm-hmm. So we make music and it's gotta sound right. Mm-hmm. So there's science, there's cause effect to it, and then it just, it, what it is hits, mm-hmm. it resonates. That's what we, what I'm trying to do is argue that um, in that zone, which is what you were talking about in some ways, gotta feel right, mm-hmm. um, has to do with the work itself, mm-hmm. doing something mm-hmm that sounds right, i.e. looks right. Mm-hmm. It squares, it resonates. And that can have specificity, which means different things can feel right in different ways yes. within the milieu of what you make. And yes. because it's intuitive, you can't deconstruct it to one note or one stroke. You can't go like, that note makes Miles Davis good. Yes. You, yeah, yeah. you can't exactly. because that's because not what a musical composition is. Such that you can take one note out and go. That's the note that he intended for. So, mm-hmm. in some ways, really, when you're painting, painting is an example, but making in general, um, like if you were to look at my paintings, when they work, it's a it's a, uh, a um, it's an interrelatedness that brings to bear whatever resonating effects occur, and that I'm affected. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then in the affect, I decide if, if that's. I have my responsiveness to being affected, and so like, mm-hmm. but you can't real like you can describe what's going on. You can say, "Gosh, them notes hit this high and this low," mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, that's just connecting to it. Like you can't necessarily boil it down and say it's because of this yeah. that all of this works because it's it is um, as uh, Seerveld talks about. It's elusive. There's an elusiveness mm-hmm. that is. Um, that is more than the sum total of the parts. Mm -hmm. And it creates something
2: with an irreducible identity. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's part of the nature of what I think art is. That's good, that's good. I was just gonna jump in. It's really funny because I was reading an essay that he wrote about cities Uh recently. And the way he describes cities as being like, a city's not just a place where economic interactions occur. And it's not just a place where legal actions occur and it's not just a place where people live. A city is constituted by all these mutually interdependent yep. things happening and you can't point to one of those things and say that's where the cityness is. It requires all those different you pieces to, to come together yeah, right. and form like its own composite identity that's more than some of the parts.
1: And two things with that. One, the, send me that article is, or no. that, that essay. I want to read that. It's, a, it's in the book. You're reading right now. Oh, then I haven't gotten to it yet. Great. Awesome. I got two more days, <laughs> which is great. It's towards the end if it makes you better. It, it doesn't. I've got two more days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, uh, the second part is, um, you know, we talk about how we have separated um, as, as people. Our culture has been really good at drawing out my heart, my mind my body, my person, like we're, we've separated all these things into different experiential zones instead of a, a holistic, cohesive unit of people, of, of a person mm. who understand things this way. So it makes total sense that within like a society that does that every day, um, that we would do the same thing and we'd say, oh, experience and thought or experience and like rational, like uh, approach to the world, like mm. those are separate things. Or they intuitive don't even knowledge
2: exist. and... Um Rational. Rational knowledge <laughs> or, or literal knowledge. Yeah. Um, word-based knowledge or imaginative or emotional. like All those are like different forms of knowledge that never may the two or three touch.
1: And yeah. That's and, the
0: problem with that is if you look at bodies, you say vascular mm-hmm. uh, yeah they're all systems but they're interconnected systems but they're truly best understood as a whole and, yeah because
1: my vascular system completely gets just decimated meaning my uh
0: if my respiratory system
1: stopped yeah, it's meaningless. yes meaningless. like it has no purpose right yeah. so so then we talk about this stuff like oh feelings and thoughts are separate and it's like no my feelings have no bearing if yeah. i have no thoughts so, so it's just trying to, to help no
0: yeah that's right so it's trying to get clear on that so yes. when you get yeah. clear yeah. on it's that then you're like Oh yeah, like, so like when people think that, you say feelings, people think that it's just some loose, it's only a loose interpretation. Now everybody mm-hmm. can stand in front of a heater and feel heat. Exactly. You can stand in front of a work of art that is particular. You can stand in front of like a, a Van Gogh mm-hmm. and feel heat. Mm-hmm. And everybody will feel the heat. They, some people just don't like being hot. But you yeah. can also
1: stand in front of a Van Gogh and not feel anything. And yeah. that's okay because it's still a feeling. It's still a sense of some sort, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. you it could is. feel a disconnect from a piece of well, work. Well, I guess what I, I want to say. A problem. Yeah,
0: that's, and that's, that's different than what I'm saying, what right I'm, no i am saying yeah. like
1: as as a as a like as an agreement with what you're saying, yeah. like everything you're doing in front of a piece of work is going to have a feeling component, yeah so if you're stepping out and saying like, oh, it's not feeling to be rational with this world and all this, yeah. kind of crap, you're still having some feeling towards it, yeah, 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 yeah. whether it's mm-hmm. muted, stunted, or whatever yeah, else. yeah, that's mm-hmm. right
0: because it has its own um uh it's 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 its own thing. It's own ontic work. Yeah, yeah. it's properties. its own thing. Yeah, it's, be, and it, it's only its own thing because everything is its own thing in the way that it yeah, is. Absolutely. So yeah. I say it again. It's only its own thing because everything else is too. The rock is. The ground is. The wall is. It's yeah. as distinctive as it is, while also sharing in some kind of molecular shared reality thing. Like so. So like when you start that way, then it necessarily follows that anything you make is because you've made out of things that are things yeah, mm-hmm. you don't make out of nothing you make out of something. Absolutely. So like it, yeah, it necessarily follows. And back to your point about the city of um, uh, it's a fantastic point and it, it it's an argument for the importance of understanding uh, how to look at a work of art because a work of art can give you a kind of, um, it can give you a cosmology. It can give you a, cosmopolitan perspective on cities. It can give you, like, there can be gravity in a work of art that is an organizing force that deals with all this particular, particulars, like, it, like an organizing force that governs the interiority of the work of art in such a way that it, it renders an effect that you can't reduce, like mm-hmm. you said. And in becoming sensitized to that, it can, it can be the enriching elusiveness that points to what it means to see a city composed well. Mm-hmm. And so now you're dealing with um edification and enrichment and preparatory work for actually civilizing a mm-hmm. a space to the point that city emerges and people thrive mm-hmm. like they're not disconnected they're um, yeah. mutually informative and that's that's what you know when we talk about these kinds of things like that's why i would want to fight hard for what you're getting at gareth is, is not letting go of the rounding out a deeper discussion on feeling while not letting go, letting go of objectivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, And that's, I mean, that's important, right? Because like, like we understand this on some level, like even within our culture that has a lot of really stupid ideas about things, like even within the same culture, we know this about people, right? Like, um, like Curtis, you are a, a a specific person Mm -hmm. and I have a feeling towards you, Mm -hmm. right? Like I enjoy being around you. We are friends. We've been friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you, less of a person, it actually makes you more of a person. Yeah. So when I, when I attach my feelings to you as an individual, it, it increases who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the beauty of what we talk about in terms of community, uh, and, and knowing and being known, like there's something, there's more. Now, if we were to look on like a cosmological scale for that, you're not more because I have certain feelings for you. I may actually just be able to understand more about you. Mm-hmm. I may, you may be more of what you were always intended to be because of my feelings. Mm-hmm. Now, that I think is actually a beautiful thing when we start talking about art. So my feelings towards something actually can allow or disallow that thing to be more of what it should be or was yeah. intended to be mm-hmm. or what was there in the first place. But if we start stunning things and start acting like little boys and girls with feelings and saying they're bad things, they're evil, let's push them away, mm-hmm. then all we're going to do is only see a certain fraction Shut of the world it as it exists.
2: Yeah. Or the flip side is when we only focus on our feelings about the feelings. Yeah. 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 Then it yeah. inverts yeah. in the opposite bad way, where it's I'm not actually seeing this thing as something other that requires respect unto what it is and seeing the difference between what it is and how I might be responding to it. So what
0: you're saying is we have to have something greater than ourselves to kind of give us the uh a roadmap for dealing with so you know in the, in the uh picture of the chair there's the charioteer and he's flying the chariots the metaphor and one horse wants to fly up one wants to fly down and the charioteer's oh, yeah, yeah, job yeah. is to keep him aligned yeah. we always think of ourselves as a charioteer but i actually <laughs> think that we're more of the we're more of the ropes holding the horse Mm-hmm. And uh, we need someone else to control the reins. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe at best, we're just the we're just the view that yeah. gives us the picture of the chariot. right. Because <laughs> yeah. we're somewhere else. <laughs> we're somewhere entirely. else entirely. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we're because, just looking on, and being like, guys, oh, "This is cool." You're, you're
0: talking about this ir- irreconcilable, yeah. yet utterly interdependent and necessary dilemma that really has always points to uh, 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 an oddness. Mm-hmm that doesn't preclude one or the other so the oddness is there enough that we believe it and strive for it mm-hmm. or we don't and we see problems we're seeing you know i'm deeply troubled by where society is mm-hmm. i could give you like two years worth of lectures on why i think you know doesn't matter what i think but why i think it's so bad and and, and how far it's going that mm-hmm. um so and it's uh Cause, cause thoughts have consequences, lack of thinking to your point, like mm. not feeling, not thinking has consequences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just being Spock sucks. Just being Captain Kirk sucks. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you, and that's why in Star Trek, they need it both. Um, yeah. but we are, we are, um, lazily beholden to, I mean, people that are derelicts, mm-hmm. you know, so you're sub- submitting your, your autonomy and agency to Derek, derelicts running the run in the world mm-hmm. and uh that are not good people yeah and so we have a chance man to kind of like do something mm-hmm. but it requires not being lazy about unpacking this stuff and then, and then it requires like turning from problems and turning to solutions even mm-hmm. if that means you were wrong yeah in in the way you've oriented yourself and i you know and like that should play itself out in every sphere of your life like i love what you talked about earlier, Kurt, and you showed in that video you made about the truth puts people into a, he um, said something about like bringing about truth to oh yeah, bring yeah. about freedom. Yeah. yeah. That there's a correspondence between, because truth brings clarity. Clarity brings uh, ability to choose mm-hmm. and choosing can bring about freedom. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, yeah. it can, uh, they all kind of flow together. Mm-hmm. It's, it just makes sense. Yeah, because you
2: can't. Truth and deception are at odds with each other, and you can never say that deception and freedom no. go together. Deception is no. not, free- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It Dece- actually deception is necessarily
0: like is enslaving someone. Yes, deception is hiding. Mm-hmm. Truth is standing in, in the light and clear. It's you. Uh, as much as people try to spin it and say otherwise, they're lying. Mm-hmm. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Any time I've done that, I've been lying. Like I'm either lying or I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're you're free to feel however you want about that. Yeah.
1: But if you feel suck. a certain way,
0: yeah. And don't attach it to like
1: thinking irrationalism, You're still yeah. you're still separating yourself. You're still bifurcating yeah. in a way that's not helpful to a larger conversation. The same way we're talking about. I mean like who's gonna like check their who checks their brain at the door at the art museum? Yeah. Nobody does. No. Nobody does. Yeah. Or who checks well, their heart at the door, right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody does. Because the yeah, people yeah. that would check their heart at the door, they're not there in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. And the people that would check their brain, they're they're not really the Yeah, you don't go to an art museum to not think at some point. Right. So in the same way, if you're doing the same thing like in your life, right? Like, and I think even to the points earlier where we talked about like just your schedule, like the fact that you would think about getting up at 3 a.m. because at some point you want to feel
0: like you've done work. This is dumb. and It sounds silly, but, you know, when you, I mean, if you had a hot tub, you got to think about getting in a hot tub, Mm -hmm. however long that takes you. And then you get in and you feel a certain way about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm just got to keep using like really overly sensory examples to say like.
1: No, that's a great point. Yeah. Because
0: you, you got to think about like, does this feel okay? Right. Yeah. You're not right. sitting
1: there going like, my feelings will yeah. guide me. And once you know that it's okay,
0: <laughs> you know, and, and it's 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 uh, virtually sound, morally sound, ethically sound. It, it passed a lot of uh, tests either easily or not. Mm-hmm. Then you can do it intuitively and you get the benefit of not having to think too hard about it anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, so there are things that are good in and of themselves in the world that once you get clear on that, you can enter into it easily and never quibble with it anymore. Yeah. So making a painting is good. Mm-hmm. The The issue is never whether or not Painting is good. It's a question of whether you attach too much importance to it. Mm-hmm. Do you you know, do you build your life on it to the extent that you lose your life? Like that's a different discussion. Yeah, because uh,
1: artists, artists and designers are not the only ones that attach preciousness to their work.
0: No, um, oh, no. The
1: people who talk badly about it okay. are yeah. also attaching a huge amount of yeah, preciousness totally. to it. That maybe the makers are not even not even right attached to mm-hmm. it. Hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. And that's that's yeah. you know a, a failure of understanding a exactly. lot of things. Yeah. But yeah that's it, this is it's funny I didn't expect that we would <laughs> this, this is a conversation. Wild conversation but this is a great conversation because I think we've all kind of been talking about these things for a while yeah. mm-hmm. even critiquing a lot of them because like you know as artists, you get, you get a lot of like bad rap of people. You're like, Oh, what's up? Emotional dude. Yeah. And it was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. What's up? Emotionless Stigma. dude. Like what? what yeah. Do you yeah. Respond yeah, it to? Up like, Spock. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yo, okay. Cause <laughs> you're much better now. <laughs> what's up robot man. How are you enjoying <laughs> yeah. your life with no friends yeah. or feelings? Uh, like what's up on, AI? It's That's yeah. a good time. So yeah, it's a good conversation. Um, and I think uh, you know it's it's one of those things. That I, I don't know. I, I think it's a good one to kind of like stop on.
0: Yeah. I think it's. Uh, well, we're gonna have Kurt back. Oh heck! Because yeah. we haven't even started to unpack, Kurtness. We gotta, yeah. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> get more uh, new, new try Kurt, tips maybe. with Kurt in. New <laughs> Kurt. What's that?
2: We gotta get more try tips with Kurt. Yeah, try tips with Kurt. I'd like to try Yo. some of your tips. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. come back needed. next week and we're gonna fall asleep on this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> we try to get up at three yeah. in so the morning. Actually, actually,
0: I feel like Kurt's music is gonna be snoring that's is that the jingle hey I'm yeah just you want to we're gonna we're gonna construct a jingle live i'm gonna snore and then you go oh, wait what <laughs> oh wait time out um, tips from curtis try tips from curtis um, um. tips from curtis try tips from curtis
1: And then yeah yeah we're gonna do that in just a minute yeah we won't we won't do well, it now. y'all will have already heard it by now yeah so it's what it is yeah. but um but yeah I think you know on a provocative enough uh, topic as like emotions versus rational versus mm. Kurt the both of them together mm. uh, I think it's a good way to end so um hey Kurt real quick you got a show popping off in New York next week so you want to ah, address a little yeah. bit about yo, that yo yo New yo New York what you
0: got New York New
3: York hey look if you're out in New York I got a show um at the um what is it uh, the Graduate uh, Roosevelt location. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be showing, uh, I think, four pieces. How long are you there? Just a one-day show. Oh, legit. Pop yeah, up. it's a pop-up. Come by and that so, Work. What's, yeah. what's, what's the date? Give what's us a date. date? Psh, next Wednesday. Gotcha. It's, it's, our, it's, it's October. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I don't even know where I'm Curtis like. hasn't been sleeping. <laughs> Curtis has been up since 3.30, so it's all good. Yeah, look, next Wednesday... Um, all right we got when is it the 26th
1: yes October 26th October 26th at the Graduate Hotel Roosevelt Island Mm -hmm. in New York in New York if you don't know where that is it's right in between Manhattan, Queens, <laughs> and Brooklyn.
0: Right in the river. Right there, exactly. It's in the East in the River, water. you're good to go. Listen, go buy one of those paintings now before yes. you can't next year. Because yeah, that'd yeah. Be too, and if too you well. want
1: to buy that big one with the subway car and give it to me, Oof. I'm accepting that payment. <laughs> yeah, uh, all day. Do the right thing. Do the yeah. right Do thing. Do the I, right but, thing. But here's the thing: if you give it to me, I'm gonna give it to my dad because he's been wanting it. So, um, oh, so oh, for real. My dad loves that painting. Go. Like he's asked me like three or four times about it. For the small morning. price I of a that. cup of my like, damn coffee. For the small price of what a used car should cost today. You <laughs> yeah. get that. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> Not what a used car <laughs> does cost today, but you know, don't even talk yeah. about that.
2: I have been looking at cars recently, and it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it just is. get just
1: get a twelfth job, and you can afford to live in America today. It's Look. all good. Ugh. So on that note, we love you guys. You are a fantastic audience, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to Shaco Art Speak a production of Shaco Art Space. We are an independent, non-profit art gallery in Richmond, Virginia. We can be found online at shacoartspace.com and in real life in historic Shaco Bottom.